Talk Show. With Zach and the Professor on the fan. Ah, oh, good afternoon. It is good to be back in the chair. Good to talk to you again today. Have a uh, rather uh, overcast Tuesday. It's it's brightened my mood. The little cooler temperature. It is. It is very nice. Today. Oh yeah, it was, I'm, I'm. I'm hoping we get a little more rain tonight. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm all on board. I'll tell you what, I'm just looking here on the social media. Oh, are you? Ugh. That Little Rock Touchdown Club brings in the best oh, speakers. No question. I'm telling you, who do they have this year? Well, they've got Sam, of course, to kick it off. Well, of but, course, you know he's uh, Laura Rutledge. Would you drive to see Laura Rutledge? Who's Laura Rutledge? Give me the give, I, I ESPN anchor. Oh, okay, that's not bad. Peyton, you don't really have to say the second name. Peyton's coming. Well, I, he's been making the tour. I'm not yeah. surprised. He's retired now. He yeah. can do anything. Tony Dorsett, who I didn't think could still do public speaking events, but why not? He's got some uh, issues, health issues, issues, some issues. Well, apparently he's feeling better. Uh. Another Peyton, Peyton Hillis, who's well known this year for having saved his this dramatic story, child and nephew. Yep, yep. Jim McMahon. Once again, I didn't know he could make public appearances. <laughs> See, you know that one does make me a little bit nervous because he has been. Yeah, well, he, he's he suffering from dementia. I didn't know Dorset was, but I know yeah. McMahon was. Butch, or is Butch Jones? Okay, it's pretty pretty good. Uh, let's see who else. Jackie Sherrill. All right. That's not their best lineup ever. Ryan McGee from uh, ESPN that does a lot of the pregame stuff. All right. Cutcliffe's going to be there. Okay. David Cutcliffe, that's pretty good. Reggie Bush, who you and I interviewed uh, with. We did. Sam Sloving. <laughs> in Shreveport. Well, why does a man stand there and be interviewed without any clothes on? That, that was the weirdest thing. Because he thing. can. He could. Because he can. That's why you do it, because yeah. you can. Kurt Warner. All right, that's not Hall bad. Of Fame, right? yeah, that's a pretty good lineup. It's not bad. Well, you'd say it's not as good as years past. So who's the biggest draw in that group, you think? Other well, than Sam. I mean, Sam's obviously going to get well, the most attention. I think it comes down to Peyton Manning yeah. or uh, Lord Rutley. <laughs> I think it's Peyton Manning. Well, yeah. I think that makes... They normally, I, yeah, again, I'm not poo-pooing. It's a very good list. I think it's an outstanding I think list. they had better lists. I don't know. That's a pretty good list right there. You know, if Dorsett and McMahon were a full-blown, those guys. back. You know, McMahon was a great, very quotable guy back in the well, day. No question. Yeah. Until he got sure dumped he on his head. It started yeah. with that dumping on his yeah. head. Oh, I agree. Charles Jones did him no favors. I agree. I agree. He took a lot of hits he shouldn't have taken. But, hey, he was a tough guy, playing a tough position. However, you are correct about the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Rings amazing. You would not think, no offense to Arkansas, but you would not think that Little Rock and the Touchdown Club would be able to garner such big guests. Yeah, about that. I don't know how deep a pocket you got to be to join the Touchdown Club, though. I'm betting pretty deep. Yeah, I got to think that's just not the average Joe off the street. You're not getting in. Is that what and, you're trying well, to do? Well, I hope not because yeah. I'm not joining if I could. <laughs> you know. They let me in. Yeah, it's, you don't want to be a member of any club that you <laughs> in. I respect. Mm-hmm. Not sure we got that right. Yeah. I'll give him that. Anyway, coming up here in about uh, 25 minutes, we're, uh, we're talking volleyball. Yeah. 
which we don't do very often here. No, we don't. We have a, fa- a fairly male-dominated audience, but we certainly try to give uh, the ladies at least some due time. Tamuti starting their volleyball second season. Year, second year. Year. No, second. Second year. Year number two. Had a winning record last year. Coming back again, Madeline Hulford is uh, bringing a few of her young ladies with her, I think, this afternoon. And so we will have a uh, potentially room full of tall young ladies yeah. in the I'm uh, studio. Back. I'm going to be in the corner while you do the interviewing. In the corner? Why in the corner? Because well, we're going to have so many people in here. The well, she might bring one, one girl with her. I don't know how many she's you bringing. I don't know. I do not promise. You no, no. Multiple players. I don't promise. I'm gonna go back and listen to you. Listen to you. I didn't say. Oh, I promise she's gonna have major. No, no I didn't say that. More than one. I said she's expected to bring players with her more than one, but it may be the uh, the young ladies have yeah, uh, other plans. I'm gonna step back and show the microphone. Sounds like we're gonna have a room full of. What are you thinking? I'm going to have t- 8, 10, 12? Uh... You never know. No, we're not going to have that many. Think we'll have a full starting lineup? No. How many players on the floor at one time? Let's check your knowledge out. Six. There you go. I just check. Just check. And a daughter that played. I, you never gave your kids sports. So I didn't oh, know. No. Said I didn't go to soccer games. Not going to brave the outside. An inclement games. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she would. She didn't play soccer. Don't like uh, sitting outside. My wife wouldn't go. Period. Too cold. Too wet. And she got me wussified about it too. But volleyball's inside. I'm going to watch that. Okay. I didn't I watch know. my son play beach volleyball over at First Baptist one tournament summer weekend. Dying out there in the heat watching those idiots play volleyball. It was a big time. Well, I'm not going to do soccer in the middle of February where it's, you know. Yeah, over at FBC, did they uh, did they make them wear the long sleeves and baskets? No, what? Well, you know, a lot of beach stuff, they play without their shirts on, the gentlemen, and, you know, the girls are scantily clad. I was thinking, does FBC allow that sort of thing on their pit? Well, I don't remember anybody being scantily clad. Did, did your son have a shirt on? I'm pretty sure they had a, t- a T-shirt on. Yeah, yeah that's what I asked. He went long sleeves and, and baggy pants or whatever. Well, we just keep it covered. No, that was... Over at FPC. So that's the best you didn't, you didn't go out there and take your shirt off flat. Well, shorts on, is that all right? Could you do that? What's the length on that? The, within... The guys or the girls? Fingertips. The guys, the guys <laughs> were, you know, obviously you wear a little longer short. Yeah. The girls were a little shorter shorts. So the, those volleyball players had those long arms. They could be down below the knee fingertips. <laughs> I don't know where this whole thing's going. I'm not saying. Her played volleyball, and there are six on a court. Yeah. And I think she'll probably bring two or three with her. Did she wear long sleeve shorts when she played? Testing. Yeah, you are. Yeah. I want to say, uh, yes, they did. Of course they did. That's what I'm saying. Just say, yes, yeah. they did. It's been a minute since I went to a high school volleyball match. I may go tonight. She's not playing. No, I may go to a volleyball game tonight. Texas High? Going down to the tonight. Oh, uh, okay. Might drive down there and check that out. Well, you have some of that. 
It's it's on my tiger beat. <laughs> what do you want about that? I'm just saying. This this is the first game, isn't it? Opening yeah. night. You teenage girls and tiger beat? Like that's funny. I'm laughing at you being tiger beat. Yes. Well, you know, uh, this afternoon the child bride. Uh, oh man. Uh, she, she and the girl went to the 340 showing of Barbie. You're in trouble. I mean, my stuff may be sitting out. Yeah. On the curb. Oh, you're in trouble. I hear that Barbie's anti uh, can. Home record. Really? Yes. Oh, well. Come find out men are just accessories. You, you just, wait, you're just finding this out? I, I saw Ryan Gosling interviewed. He said. Ken's just an accessory. I'm sure he is. It's a world. He was an afterthought. Yeah. This we got all the girls. We better have some boys in there. Yeah. And so here came Ken. They had a thing about this not too long ago I watched. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like the toys that built America or something like that. Well, uh, I'm watching morning shows today. Uh-oh. I rarely do this, but it was, I got to sleep in, so I drug out of bed and turned on one of those morning shows. By the way, what happened to the power this morning? I don't know. What none? What do you mean what none? No Tyler, no Earl. Well, they didn't contact me. They didn't tell us squat. It's another doctor could come in here and talk. No, wouldn't have promoted him yesterday. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm watching one of the morning shows this morning talking about the Barbie dolls. They got, they've got uh, Kate McKinnon plays a crazy Barbie, weird Barbie. They've got a weird Barbie doll now. It's got wild hair and acts crazy. It doesn't feel like... She had to stretch far for that role. <laughs> some time for a little bit, yeah. I love her. But you can buy <laughs> now go to the Touchdown Club to see her. Well, for 50 bucks, you can get a weird Barbie doll. It looks like Kate McKinnon. I don't want a weird... Why would I pay 50 bucks for a weird bar? That's just weird. Yeah. Why would I want a weird Barbie? One of the Barbies is President Barbie. President yeah, Barbie? Yeah, she's got a sash. It says so. <laughs> so you can get a President Barbie doll. For uh, fifty bucks, oh, you can get Cowboy Ken. Cowboy Ken? He's got fringe on. <laughs> we get a, do we get a President Ken? No, no. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Okay. Yeah, you're. And, uh, that was this morning host. I won't name her name. Gail King. She thought fifty bucks was a bargain for a Barbie doll. When's the last time you shopped for a Barbie? I didn't raise a Barbie. <laughs> so you haven't shopped for one? No. I'm telling you. What's the, what do you think a Barbie goes? Nine, nine, nine. Oh, no. With inflation? No. Well, I don't know. No. I'm not going there. <laughs> wow. You are in so much trouble. <laughs> No, you're the one talking about cheap Barbies. <laughs> I'm telling you, Barbie goes for $9.99. More than $9.99. Yes. Yes. Yes, easily. No. Are you kidding me? You those things? Yes. I'm aware that they're I'm just saying. More than I bet you. I bet you fourteen ninety nine easy. 
So 50 bucks is outrageous. Not really. Not if it's like a collector Barbie. For a weird Barbie? <laughs> For a collector one? Oh, that's cheap. For a, a special, unique Barbie, that's that's not expensive. What would you get G.I. Joe for these days? <laughs> I'll bet you G.I. Joe goes nineteen ninety nine. Okay. He's got more accessories than Barbie. Right. That's why. I'm going to bet. You going online? Going to Amazon? No. I'm not Amazon. Amazon it. Check I'm not it. Amazon it. Uh, that's a whole different. I'm Amazon. And that's more than fourteen ninety nine too. I'm just gonna tell you. All right, we're taking a break before we get in so much trouble that no volleyball players come in here. Uh, they're coming up in about fifteen minutes. The uh, Tamutu Eagles volleyball team. They'll join us at about five thirty. I say that I'm about to take a break. We got to go unlock the door. They're probably all piled up outside the door right now. Anyway. <laughs> You never know. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor. They're on the fan. 107.9. Right now, our country feels divided. But there's a place where people are coming together. I gotta tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation, and it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting? Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. To feel the effects of nature, take a deep breath. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. They are our cuddlers and co-workers, purr machines and love bugs, and constant companions. They are our pets, our family, and they make life so much better. When we face unexpected challenges in life, so do our pets. That's why we're on a mission to support people who love their pets and the pets who love their people, ensuring these families stay exactly where they belong, together. And you have something to offer. With an open heart and mind, there is nothing you can't do. There's no gesture too small or too big when it comes to helping. 
whether donating a bag of kibble, sharing an Instagram post of a lost cat, or welcoming a foster pet into your home. Every bit of kindness counts. You can help keep pets and people together. Visit PetsAndPeopleTogether.org to learn how to be a helper in your community. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Welcome back. 17 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Tomorrow on the show, uh, Brandon Lane going to join us. We'll talk Redwater Dragon foosball. Foosball? How about football? And football. Uh, uh, you did some research. I think you need to share with the listeners. Uh, I went to Target. You went to, I'm assuming, Amazon. Oh, uh, yeah, I went to Amazon. Uh, My wife's trained me. It's where I'll okay. shop only. Uh, they were anywhere from nine ninety nine to nineteen ninety nine. Yeah. Little research on GI Joe. More, more expensive. My mid twenties. Yeah, just like the darn women athletes. <laughs> Don't get as much. Well, you know, <laughs> a he's wearing more clothes than she is on most of these. B he's got more uh, detailed accessories. I mean, when you're when you've got a rocket launcher and. You know, rockets you got to launch with it? You can't get a Barbie with a rocket not, launcher? Well, I guess you could, but not what I saw on here. All right. Unless you want the uh, the Cobra thing. The snake eyes? Yeah, the G.I. Joe snake eyes. Those things are giving them away. Yeah, I wonder what the problem is there. Uh, it's defective. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody really bought into that. That's yeah. not really uh, It's really, really G.I. Joe. Okay. Anyway. Did we ever have... I don't remember... Evil Knievel had a doll. We were kids. Remember Evil yeah, Knievel? Yeah, well, of course I do. The the doll, though. Do you remember the toy? I don't remember. You know, I don't know if I had an Evil Knievel action figure. I, I didn't have one, but they yeah. advertised them, and I, I wasn't that big an Evil Knievel guy because uh, they preached against him at church. So They preached yeah, against evil? Yeah, yeah. What? What kind of church you go to? <laughs> yes, they preached against evil. What? And so we, we never had evil Knievel action figure, but they were very popular. Yes. Um, I grew up in the space age, and so I had a Major Matt Mason uh, space action figure. I can't remember and, what I had, but I had an astronaut figure, yes. Johnny West or something. Johnny Quest. No, no, no. no. Johnny sure. West. He was a cowboy. He wasn't some... Weird cartoon. <laughs> so, with Johnny Quest. That's uh, a lame cartoon. Oh my god! But I had a, a Johnny West doll, and he uh, he met with a a bad outing one day, and the dog chewed his left arm off. So you Toy Storyed him? <laughs> Johnny <laughs> West dog, got Toy Story. He got one arm chewed off. So wow! He was a one arm gunfighter. Fortunately, it was his right arm was still good. Because that's where all the energy came from, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't trouble getting the belt on it. <laughs> so, I can't even. I'm just saying. I can't even. Yeah, we didn't call him Lefty anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, you did, but only because it was ironic. Yeah, and his girlfriend getting eaten by a bear back in 05. A long article about it? Yeah, it was long. It was a long story. It doesn't sound like it'd take very long. Uh, 
he is this the guy that was living with the bears kind of yeah that guy was nuts yeah. that guy was crazy yeah that was crazy and yeah. it was tragic on her part yeah and it was he kind of deserved it yeah you're stupid she should have stayed in the tent she should no the tent wouldn't have helped her it was like a rapper the tent would not, <laughs> no the tent would not know yeah. he was nuts yeah he's a guy he that that guy's an example of what happens when you fail to respect nature yeah you think that somehow you're in zen with you're the yeah that you're the guy well, he had some drug problems in the past so maybe He'd gone from drugs to hanging out with grizzlies. So I'm watching something, and since you mentioned that, just, have you seen Cocaine Bear? No, the child ride would see it. I did not. I don't She's know. Like, violent. Yeah. Oh, 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 no, no. The bear's, like, ripping people up. Yeah. It's it's bad. Yeah, it's she, not funny. She it was going to be a comedy. You That's kind of what I thought. Banks was a director, yes. and she thought, you know, it'd be cute and funny. Oh, and, no. It was yeah. very violent. I only saw, like, a five-minute clip the other day, and I would... You already know I don't like bears. Did you start paying for them? <laughs> no, but after you know how I feel about bears. Oh yeah, you live in fear. To watch this bear coked up and just ripping people off. No, that was. Mm-mm. Well, speaking of coked up and ripping people off, and bears, <laughs> no, uh, Browns. Um, have you seen the uh, documentary it's out on Johnny Football? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but I've seen of it. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Netflix. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I, I don't Netflix. Did it come out last night? I may have eighth. last night or two. It's today's the today's the eighth. Okay. Today it comes out today okay. actually. So, but it's a second installment on this series of uh, documentaries that Netflix. It's kind of the thirty on thirty or right, something, right, thirty right. for thirty or whatever. But uh, I had no idea Johnny was so coked up. Yeah, you know with that schnoz of his, yeah. that's a bad habit. And oxycodone, he was oxy and coke. No wonder he formed out in the NFL. Well, you don't think that had an effect on? No, I I know that it did, but I also know that that it's documented he didn't take it seriously. He being an being an NFL quarterback, he didn't take it seriously. He didn't study. He didn't. He did nothing to prepare. Well, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying. We've seen other athletes' career derailed by drugs. What's the worst story of a derailed athlete's drug problem? I don't know, Steve Howe? Steve Howe's brother. I thought David Thompson. Yeah. I thought David Thompson. If you're if you're young, you don't know who I'm talking yeah. about. But but uh, the, the guy played for the Nuggets back in the 70s when it was ABA transitioning yeah. to NBA Nuggets. And I thought David Thompson had the ability yeah. to maybe be – yeah, yeah. A, a decade or a decade yeah. and a half ahead of Jordan, and drugs just blew his entire career yeah. out. And he's the worst to me. He's the worst example of well, away from drugs. the NBA had in the late seventies and early eighties. Yeah. They uh, half the league seemed like was on coke at one time. No question. Yeah, but, but the Manziel story is coming out on Netflix, and it from what I read yesterday. Apparently, they spend a lot of time on the early Johnny. Yeah, down in Tyler and Curry. They probably didn't really need to spend a whole lot of time on. But then they jump into the, you know, beating Alabama post, you know, I'm Johnny football Johnny, and that, that kind of changes the dynamic. All right, I got a bunch of young ladies coming in behind me. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. We'll get them set up on a mic. 
The uh, Eagles from Tamu T coming in next. We'll talk a little volleyball when we continue leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan 1079. Twenty-eight minutes after five o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan one zero seven nine. And uh, while we're waiting on the late arriving coach, and don't you love to be able to say that, coach, you were late. Have you guys ever heard that before? <laughs> no, we no. haven't. No, but have you heard from her? You're late. Yes, all the time. So this is perfect. We get to abuse Coach Madeline Holford when she gets here. But while we're waiting on her, oh, is she coming in behind me. Yeah. She is. Yes, she's. All Always on time and the sweetest person I know because I can't see her and I don't trust her when she's behind. There she is. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are joined by a couple of the uh, volleyball players for Texas A&M, Texas Canada. It's about to be the beginning of season number two. Dun, dun, dun. As we get ready to go again, uh, joining us live, Claudia Etling. Yes. Yes. And Zalicia Cruz. Zuleika, yes. Zuleika Cruz. Yes. I got close. Zuleika yes, Cruz. almost. <laughs> And Coach Holford's hiding in the corner. We'll let her go last. We'll get you guys for a couple of minutes, and then we'll, <laughs> we'll kick you out, and we'll let her talk. Okay. All right. So okay. first of all, volleyball players, are you? this is last year for both of you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Have you start, Has that sunk in yet? Like, ah, oh, we're about to graduate and not be mm-hmm. able to play volleyball ever again? <laughs> not yet. I don't think, like, the real life has fully set in. I mean, somebody mentioned it on our media day, which was a couple of days ago. Okay. They mentioned like, oh my gosh, it's your last media day. And I think in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, like, you're right. Like, I'm never going to be able to do this again. So that's kind of like the moment where I was like, oh crap. Now Zalika's the one talking. Zalika, if I asked you, you've been doing volleyball for how long in your life now? Um, you're like, a senior. Yes, like 10 years. So 10 years of yes. your life has been... Knee pads and elbow guards and diving yes. on wooden floors yeah. <laughs> and being yelled at. and Yeah, pretty much. What are you going to do when there's no more of this? You know, that's a question. That's a really good question. <laughs> Adulting? Um, yeah, pretty much. Just trying to, well, I want to be a physical therapist. Excellent. So um, trying to get ready for that, you know, shadowing PTs and trying to get as much hours as I can, experience, um, a 
for PT school and trying to just, you know, go down that route and see where it takes me. Now, you're from where? Oh, I'm El Paso. El Paso. Yes. Now, we were talking about it off the air. Your roster is just littered with El Paso yeah. natives on it. <laughs> yes. Is that a big volleyball hotbed all of a sudden in Texas? Um, Kind of. I mean, we've always had like a big group of like clubs and stuff. We have a lot of high schools there, so there's a lot of competition amongst um, all of us. So, I mean, I guess it's up and growing for the most part, yeah. So are you uh, helping to recruit back home and, and find new El Paso kids to replace you when you graduate? Oh, definitely. Like, Are if you? they need a place to play, I can definitely tell them, like, hey, come over here, you know? Okay. Yeah. So you're a good spokesman for the university. Yes, I definitely <laughs> can be. <laughs> you can be. Yes. All right. Also joining us, Claudia Edling. Hello. You are not from El Paso. I am not. Okay. And you've been playing how long? I've been playing since about sixth grade, so... Okay. So it's almost summer. So I don't know about the math. You? Yeah, about that. Yeah. What yeah, got you been... started? What? What got you started in volleyball? Um, you know, honestly, I I really had always thought I was going to play soccer. Okay. Growing up, um, I played that since kindergarten. Really. But then once I got into about sixth grade, we got to play volleyball for school, and I was kind of like, oh, I guess I'll try it. You know. And I just really fell in love after that. It was like I was playing club, I was playing volleyball all the time. And Now you're from Illinois. Yes. So let's see, soccer outside, mm-hmm. volleyball inside. <laughs> I know, it's weird, right? It, it, I, it feels like a better match for volleyball than soccer. Yeah. I, think, I grew up from Wisconsin, by the way. Yeah, so I think I was kind of like got to a point where I was done with the running and soccer. <laughs> gotcha. It's, and that's the part, the, between the weather and the running. Yeah. I don't know ugh. if I could play soccer in Texas. No. Like, so. So yeah. coach isn't making you run that much. Is that what you're saying? Well, I wouldn't go that far. But not but soccer running. <laughs> not soccer running. No, you played them both. What's yeah. More difficult. What you think's more difficult. It's endurance, certainly, for soccer. Mm-hmm. It's it's longer stretches of things. It's more dynamic, bursty things yes, for volleyball. for sure. Um, I mean, I think they both take out, like, a lot of your endurance, like you said, but volleyball is definitely more mentally challenging um, it's just so much more fast-paced, and you have to, like, be able to get over things fast, um, whereas soccer, it's not so much like that, Okay. Uh, in, in my opinion. But you get to knock girls over in, in soccer. Yeah, I mean, that was always... You got to take out your anger, <laughs> get a little physical contact, but, you know, now I find that physical contact with diving into the floor yeah. or you know stuff like that so you don't really win though the floor wins every time no I think really you beat the floor <laughs> I try uh, <laughs> then what are you gonna do it after school um so I think my plan right now is I'm uh majoring in business okay um and I kind of did that because it's more broad I can kind of figure out what I want to do from there i plan on now going into sales um, to start off in Excellent. and then kind of going from there seeing where where the road takes me you know I, I don't know I need to find like my true passion for okay. that's a great answer something but yeah now, now how'd you end up down here I'm gonna ask both of you this ultimately and I'm assuming it's probably coaches 
responsibility that you ended up down here, but had you ever even heard of Texarkana before you ended up down here? I had not, no. I never had heard of Texarkana. Um, But actually, how I ended up here is I played at a community college before this. Okay. So I played there for three years, and we played a school that actually Coach Halford coached at okay so she i was playing against her always and so she kind of came down here to texarkana started the team and reached out to um me and asked me if i had an interest and i was like you know what why not why not try it i never have heard of it came down here it was it's a nice little town what what has surprised you about being down here um, it's definitely really hot. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and humid. From, yeah, it's very humid. I'm not used to that always in right. Illinois. I mean, we have our fair share, but it's definitely not like here. Um, Where in Illinois? Uh, it's more southern. It's okay. called a little town called Freeburg, close to St. Louis, Missouri, okay. actually. Right. So yeah. southwest Illinois. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. So uh, I'm going back to you. Zalika, what, what got you here? Um, so just like Claudia, I started off at a like community college for two years in the middle of West Texas. It's a little town called Snyder. Okay. And so Coach Halford contacted my coach, um, and then she pretty much told me, like, hey, do you want to go out there for a visit? We started contacting more. I was like, you know what? Sure. So I tried it out. It came out here. I'd never even heard of this, like, town before like you've never heard of no. from el paso you've never heard no. of Texarkana? <laughs> nope so I, schneider you guys yeah. played at pleasant grove in, in baseball championships years a few years ago i mean i just didn't even know this oh my place God. was like even existed and yeah i came out here i really liked the school i really like like the fact that it was like a first year program you know right. getting to be part of something so big like that and yeah i just really liked it and i really liked coach i really liked how she is with us and I've just been here since then. Starting a program, you mentioned that, and we we talked to Coach about it last year. Mm-hmm. Here you are a year into this thing. Yes. Are you feeling like this was a cool experience starting one, or would you have preferred, well, I wish I'd have gone to an established place where mm-hmm. I didn't have to be thrown the fire, like, here we go, you're going to go play right. now. I can sit for a little bit and learn for a little bit mm-hmm. and, and grow into it. You got here, and you're playing. Yeah. No, it was definitely kind of like a shock at first because, you know, you are the first volleyball team ever in the school's history. So it was pretty crazy, but it was really special, I think, for all of us to go through that together because, you know, our first win, it was like posted like on the website, like volleyball's first ever win, you know, like it was really like great and just so exciting. We had so much support. Um, And I think now like the returners, we've built such a great bond and we've um, helped all like the newcomers you know, join that bond, and sure. it's just getting so much better from that. So I'm really excited. Yeah, we're, we're talking volleyball with a couple of the players for the Eagles. They uh, start their season what tomorrow? When do you guys play? You guys this August, weekend? Or August 18th. August yes. 18th. So we're a week away. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. You go into a, a tournament, John Brown, I believe, a university uh, yes. tournament. So you're yes. playing probably four days, four games in a couple of of days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Before you get a home opener in September. Yeah, it's a long time before you, you guys start practicing. You actually get to play at home. Yeah, <laughs> uh, are you crazy yeah. about that? Or I mean, you have a chance to kind of get your game no, together yeah. before you're mm-hmm. playing in front of the home crowd. But it's a long time before you play in front of the home crowd. Yeah, I think we're glad that we have that time to get our game together. But 
it also is hard having to wait for that home match, that first match, because it's just like the energy is insane in there and Mm -hmm. there's really nothing like it. So to have to wait for that is hard, but it's always so rewarding when it finally comes. Did you guys get your careers interrupted by COVID? Did you Uh, lose some high school time or college time from COVID? College, yes. For me, it was my uh fresh was it or uh, spring of my freshman year i think Probably. and then my sophomore year our season got pushed to the spring yeah. um and was just like a weird season and then that's actually covid is why i ended up taking a third year at my uh community college right yeah so, so covid got you here basically yeah <laughs> what and here we are yeah. i wouldn't be here without it really H- how about you uh, yeah, so COVID messed up my senior year of high school. Okay. So at my spring senior year, I didn't have at all. You didn't play? No. Oh, you just didn't we have just your didn't, senior year. Yeah, yeah we yeah. just didn't have school at all. And then same thing, like my freshman year of college, our season got moved from the fall to the spring. So that was kind of weird little time, but um, yeah. So you sat for almost a year and a half then didn't play, really. You finished your fall and came back and yeah, they pushed you much. to the spring before you got to yeah. play again. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah, it was Glad definitely weird. <laughs> yeah. All right, so you you guys got thrown together with, I'm assuming, something like 15 different girls last year. Mm-hmm. All right, so mm-hmm. 15 people you don't know, and you start from scratch, and here we go. So now we get to tell tales on, on some of the girls that either are still here or that left after last year. Mm-hmm. So, like, best travel buddy on the team is who? Uh, uh, probably... Kelby. Kelby? <laughs> yeah. Everybody likes Kelby. Yes. Kelby is definitely. Yeah. Why? She's just very fun person to be around. She's very funny. Okay. She brings yeah. good energy. She's just, you know, whenever you want to laugh or, you know, make the one. She's the one. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Who snores? Um, I don't know, maybe, honestly. Maybe I don't even cat. think. Maybe Cat. Maybe. Who? Yeah. Maybe Cat. I don't know. I think she's the only one that really ever sleeps. No, but she. <laughs> <laughs> wow, the rest of you are zombies, but cats like, snore. I don't <laughs> Yeah, like I'm already me, asleep so. by the time anybody else okay, to hear anybody too. snoring, so I don't even know. Who's a disgusting eater? I think for the most part, we're all pretty Yeah, Nobody yeah. ex- eat, eats weird stuff? Mm, weird stuff. Um, or combination of weird stuff? Like, you put that on that? I don't. I don't think so. No, no. you're all too normal. No. <laughs> There's probably something, but I yeah, and thought about it, huh? Yeah, yeah maybe no. we, maybe this year we'll find something. Yeah. All right, so tell me the best coach story. Now she's not in the room. Wink, wink. <laughs> so what's the best story you can tell me about coach? Hmm. Or the funniest one that you're going to remember that you can tell on the radio? I don't even know. Probably like I don't know. One time didn't. Like she was like running on the court or something, her shoe came off. Uh oh. Like that yeah, she like yeah. kicked the ball or something, like her shoe came off. So is this was... an angry thing? Like she's going to kick the ball and lost a shoe? Yeah, it was like oh, game. Game? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I'm not embarrassed by that at all. <laughs> <laughs> and she likes to wear heels, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she's not tall enough, she's gotta wear heels on I top know. of her. <laughs> Why is it always the tall girls wanna wear heels like that? I don't know. Just makes them feel, you know, good about even themselves. Even larger, yeah. even bigger than everybody it's else. A power move. <laughs> <laughs> it is a power move. All right, we're going to take a break. Thank you guys so much for coming by. 
And we want to remind folks, September the 8th is the uh, season home opener. Yes. So we want to make sure everybody comes over to the Patterson and Student Center. white. Yes. Oh, it's white, white out? out? Yes, white yes. out. I'm glad yes. you said that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we remind everybody that. When we get closer, we'll certainly remind them again. I'm going to move you guys out. I'm going to bring Coach in. It's great meeting you. Yeah, Quick yes. time out. We're going to come right back. Zalika Cruz and Claudia Etling from Texas A&M, Texas Canada Volleyball Stars. We'll come back in a minute <laughs> here on Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan, 1079. 107.9 The Fan. We're back in the chair while Chuck steps aside as we continue our interview with the uh, Eagles of Texas A&M, Texas Canada volleyball team as we learned early on they don't like to be called ladies they are the eagles volleyball team i don't know why but michael made sure on our early broadcast we didn't use the term ladies so uh coach Hawford joins us and uh both players have hung around to mock her and uh correct any mistakes she makes now, we were talking off the air uh both these young ladies were uh, highly recognized a season ago for their contributions we can talk awards, but you talk about what it meant to have some experienced players to come in and start your program, what it meant to you in particular. I think it was really important to have junior college or just transfers in general that have that college playing experience. I think that just made us that much more prepared to play the level that we're playing at and not just having incoming freshmen that haven't played college ball yet, haven't played that fast pace yet. Um, it really made us, again, really prepared for the competition that we play in, especially within our conference. How important to have Zulika a setter? Because I tend to think of the setter as the quarterback of the volleyball team. They're, they're constantly making decisions. I'm sure, as a coach, you, you have to trust the setter to make the decision you want. How important was it to have a setter that had experience? Super important. You need somebody, again, we call it the same thing. She is the quarterback of our team. You need someone who comes in and demands the ball, demands a good ball from our defense and runs offense and runs it efficiently. Um, not scared to take control, not scared of communicating with everyone else on the court. Um, and you know, sometimes the little freshman can be, it can be intimidating. Um, and you can't be intimidated in that kind of position. You have to have total control over the floor. Now you got Claudia, who's libero. I tend to think of the libero as a center fielder. They have to kind of call people off at times that's my ball y'all need to step away is it just as important to have that type of experience on that back line yeah so she's the quarterback of our defense um she's going to get every ball every single ball she's touching the floor every single time um she's calling people off she's getting balls that you don't think that anyone could possibly get um she's just as important in our back row as zoo is in our front row all right going back to claudia for a second there's times you're just looking out just trying to get to the ball, but at the same time, you're starting – your dig starts the offense mm -hmm. for the center over here. Does she ever come to you and said, you could have done a little better, give me a little better help on that one? i got to think you two have to have a real mesh thinking together because you get her going. Talk about that. Mm -hmm. I would say um, really – I, I, Zoo doesn't say things like, oh, I need you to give me a better pass or something like that. It's more like, 
I mean, I'm worried whenever I make a bad pass or have something like that. And But Zoo's very selfless and is very, like, she takes it upon herself. She's like, oh, no, like, you're fine. It's my fault or, you know, something like that. Um, but I think that really helps us to work well together. And, I mean, she's definitely never afraid to say, hey, like, we need to, we need to do a little bit better or something like that. So definitely holds us, me, accountable for... So she's not temperamental. Are the hitters temperamental? Do they want the ball at a certain place? Um, well, being a setter, like, you have to understand that hitters, you know, want to get the kill. They want to get a point every single time. Setters never get recognition, so, you know, it comes with a job. It's fine. But, I mean, for the most part, I think our hitters are pretty understanding as to, you know, I'm trying to better the pass ball. Like, I'm trying to make it as best as I can, you know. Um, but, I mean, I've worked with other hitters that you know are very picky but on this team I think everybody's pretty you know understanding about it they know like you know we're going to get it in this certain area and we're going to make it better so coach football is a strange mix of you've got a lot of set plays but it's a lot lot of ad-libbing out on the floor does that drive you crazy as a coach to know you've worked work work and at times you just kind of have to put it in their hands no, because that's just the game of volleyball. You're going to have ups and downs. It's never going to never going to look the way that you want it to look. Um, it's always going to look different. Um, and that's kind of what makes it exciting. That's what makes it frustrating, yes. Um, but when we do get that opportunity and we don't make it perfect, like in a free ball kind of situation, that's the times that I get frustrated. Any other time, that's just the game of volleyball. Now, anyone that's listened to me down through the years, I've always talked about the thing that frustrates me the most about volleyball is the mood swings. You can just be rolling along, crushing somebody, and the next thing you know, the tide turns. As a coach, how much control do you think you have on that? You've got timeouts and things like that. What's your go-to when you sense the tide is turning maybe against you? I don't have much control over that. No, it's... I prepare them during practices. That is my time. Game time, that's their time. I, I can't go on there and, and play for them. I can't go out there and want it more than, than they do. Um, I get two timeouts, so that's my two little spiels, and hopefully they take it, and hopefully that turns the tides again. And is that what you save your timeouts for when you sense momentum turning, or do you do you call a timeout because we're not getting something right early? What's What do you use your timeouts for typically? Um Typically, at the beginning um, of the set, I will call a timeout if we're getting banged down a little bit, like 5-0 or something. All right, that's hard to get out of. I'm going to call a timeout. I'm going to slow things down. So a lot of the times, it's just to slow the game you down. the server? Or? Um, yeah, so if, if she's killing us, for sure, um, just to slow down the game. Um, other times, yes, if we're getting beat, then I have some things to say. <laughs> What's the hardest position to recruit at this level? It's the hardest thing to find. I think finding a really good setter and finding a really good middle. Because middle blocker, we're talking about typically size and spring yeah. and all. Yeah, so setter, it's, it's finding a really good quarterback, someone who's going to run the floor for you. Um, and then a middle is someone going to, again, they're running your your defense in the front row. They're blocking every single ball. They're moving. Um, those two are really important to have that are um, – pretty hard to find good ones that fit your program now obviously you've got two singers in important positions what's the rest of your team look like this year you very experienced or are you young in spots 
we're pretty experienced. We have 11 returners from last year, um, seven newbies that came in. Um, out of those seven, we have four freshmen. Um, so everyone is pretty much juniors, sophomores. Um, so a lot more experienced than we were last year, um, a lot more competitive than we were, that we were last year, um, more aggressive, more athletic. Um, I think there's going to be a big change uh, this year for sure. I, we've already seen it in week one. What's the worst road trip that y'all have to go on? Hobbs, New Mexico. Um, I would, yeah, I would definitely say going to Hobbs this year. I think that's like, I don't know, like 10 hours, 10 hours maybe on a, you know, charge bus. From El Paso, everything's 10 hours. <laughs> no, yeah, you have a point. But I think just <laughs> the fact that I have to be like on a bus going like 65, 70 the whole time, it just does not sound fun. <laughs> You agree with that? Yes, I definitely. Agree Nobody with wants that. to go to Hobbs, New Mexico. Uh, how's it to go to the Louisiana schools? Are they good crowds? Or are they uh, college volleyball? Do y'all get a lot of heckling? Or yes. Uh, get, no. Let me ask you: Do they get personal with the heckling? Yes. Student sections will get on you about things. Yes, yes. they they go through and try and figure out our names and numbers and kind of try and get in your head because as we said before it's a very mental game um so you have to try really hard to not let that get to you is there anything you can do about that as a coach no what? but i think that's what, kind of what makes it fun yeah oh yeah, yeah but i think it's funny because usually they pick out the player that's the best player um or the one that's doing the best they're like hey we need to screw her up so yeah. i took that as a personal challenge i'm like heck yeah yeah yes love it <laughs> That's part funny. of it. Yeah. Um, what's the best thing, you, you two, quickly, what's the best thing about playing volleyball at A&M? Um, I think just, like, the family aspect of it. Like, we have so much support, um, even just from the first year. Like, so many people came out to our games and came and supported us and cheered us on, and it really just made it, like, something really special. So that's really exciting. Yeah, I would have to go along with that and just say the atmosphere is just insane. I, I've never really played anywhere like it really and do your families get to come see you play uh well my family's pretty far so i mean they surprised me like at one of our tournaments in oklahoma which was really nice um but other than that i think they came to like two or three games so yeah i mean it was a little bittersweet because they used to go to a lot more games like during high school and like at my other school that i was at but you know it's part of being <laughs> far away <laughs> yeah. yeah you're used to that <laughs> coach uh as you've gotten into this were you pretty happy with the first year's crowds coming yeah. out? First year, um, like our actual crowds. Yeah, yeah. out at the college. Um, baseball boys showing up, <laughs> basketball boys. Who uh, Anybody, all the student students there at Texas A&M, um, they were loud, they were rowdy, they dressed up, they cheered, they heckled the other team, mm -hmm. they even got in trouble a few times. <laughs> um, but they did a really great job, and that just made game day such more – so much more special um, and just a loud environment and that, that helped us you what know, about succeed. young ladies here in town that play volleyball? Did you get many of those coming out to support? Yeah, we did. We had a lot of uh, middle school teams come out and support us, some elementary school teams, I think one high school team, um, and then we, we returned the favor as well, so that was pretty fun. That is fun. Yeah. Uh, expectations this year. Second year, you said you felt you were better. How much better? So last year we ended up third within our conference out of 10 teams, nine teams. Um, so I thought that was really good accomplishment for the first year. Um, 
and we are really competitive with the one and two team, um, I think we can be way more than just competitive with. with Who, who's the other favorites among yourself? Who's? Um, Exula, um, Xavier out of Louisiana, um, and Our Lady of the Lake. Those are the two. You mm-hmm. Think it's going to come down to the three of y'all for sure. Yeah, looking forward to it. Me too. It's an exciting time. A and M. I'm assuming because we do basketball, no admission cost. No admissions. No. Um, schedule you can find online. It's online. It's posted. You girls got any last thing? You, what, what would you encourage people as far as coming out? Uh, just be loud. Bring some good positive energy, and just be excited to watch some good volleyball. Yeah, just be excited because it's gonna be it's gonna be a great year. It's gonna be a great year. Sounds fun, Coach. Are we having fun? That's the key to it, isn't it? I think we are having fun. It, honestly, I think even though we're doing two a days right now and things like that, I think the girls are enjoying each other just a little bit more this year, and that's a good sight. Two to see. a days. Two a days. Football, high school football doesn't even do two a days anymore. Well, it's hot. They would they would have some trouble. <laughs> <laughs> we have AC in our gym. That's y'all doing two a days uh we go in the morning from nine to noon and four thirty to six thirty. so what are you doing up here uh we took this uh, this <laughs> off i could tell this week that the girls were pretty tired and i feel like we we're being jeez <laughs> uh, y'all are getting out of practice today yeah. so typically you'd be at practice this yes, time of would. day all right now when you take them on a trip overnight do you treat them right, or do you put, like, six of them in a room and they're sleeping on the floor? Or? No, typically they get two queen-size beds and for three people. Well, um, sometimes bad. four people. So somebody two sleeps people. in and yeah. somebody sleeps. We appreciate you joining us. We've been listening to Coach Hartford, a couple of players from out of A&M. If you get an opportunity, I'll get out there this fall. We'll an opportunity to cheer on the Eagles. We'll be back here for a year. Thank you.